Are you ready to elevate your taste experience? Look no further than Mad Picks, the home of the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber. Our pickled jalapenos and cucumbers add a satisfying crunch and tangy flavor to any dish. From sandwiches to tacos, nachos to burgers, the possibilities are endless. Whether you're a fan of sweet, heat, or both, we've got the perfect pickles for you. Indulge in the sweet, heat, jalapeno, and cucumber from Mad Picks. Visit mad-picks.com today. Go ahead, take a bite, and let the flavors dance on your tongue. Hey, good morning, fuckers, and welcome to another edition of the Daily BM. That's right, I got Michael. What's up? Hey, what's happening, everybody? Awesome day today. Should I say high energy, Michael? It is <laughs> Yes, I am. And where is my high energy, Eric? Crickets. <laughs> As usual. So what's going on, man? Oh, you know, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Let me ask you something. Let's just get this thing jumped right in before we get off track. All right, cool. What are we talking about today? Backyard barbecue. Oh, my favorite subject, dude. Yeah. Are you serious? How many hours do you spend watching people making amazing food in their backyard grills? I got to be honest with you. I've It's starting to really pop onto my feed just as much as the bourbon when I look at people making bourbon and stuff. Um, because I want to be able to be skilled like that. But then I go to the freaking store and I price it and realize, no, hot dogs and hamburgers it is. <laughs> <laughs> I follow so many people that cook on Instagram. Okay. I, I have to, basically there's two feeds that I follow. All right. I follow people with disabilities. And I follow people that cook. That's wait, like my two wait, wait, top things. Wait. That is so extreme, one way to the other. Why? Okay. <laughs> and then I actually follow some people that have disabilities that cook. Like, those are my favorites. Hey, dude, because they fucking kick ass. Oh, dude, I've, I watched I've this. I've seen a few of those too, man. I watched this one guy. Um, I, can't, I can't think of his uh, handle off the top of my head. I'll, I'll call him out at a different show. But he has Down syndrome and okay. he cooks. Right. And he always says, like, wash your damn hands as he washes his hands. <laughs> then he cusses a little bit while he cooks. But holy shit, that dude can cook. I mean, he makes some freaking meals. And I'm like, damn, like, shit, that looks delicious. So, yeah, yeah, that's the two things I follow is handicapped people and uh, people that cook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've always found that when I watch the things, they never taste, look or probably taste like what the people are cooking on the reels. You know what I mean? I, oh ever. no, the stuff I follow looks amazing. No, but I'm saying and it I've looks ma- good. I've made a, I've made a couple of things, and it's been every bit as amazing. The only thing that I've done and I've perfected, honestly, is the morning egg. Okay, so like that's I, not bad. That's not backyard cooking, though. I know it's. Bitch. I know it's not backyard cooking, but I'm just saying we were talking about food as well. But I can tell I you, as far as reels, and I, that's the only thing that I perfected barbecue wise. You know, I'm just I. The thing is, it's like they have these like ridiculous rigs. Some of them, you know what I mean. And I can't yeah. duplicate it because I have like just a simple right. round charcoal freaking um, uh, Weber grill. You know, I follow this guy named Derek Wolf. Um, his page is over the fire cooking, I believe. Okay, and he's got so many different 
tools that he uses. But one of the things he uses a lot is just a regular fire pit um, that he cooks over. It has like a grate that he puts over the top of it. I mean, he uses a Brio grill um, with the attachment on it. But he also sometimes just like literally, you know, grills right over the fire or even right in the charcoals, which I haven't tried that yet. The grilling in directly I'm on the charcoals. Me too. And you know why? It's because I literally just paid like 40 bucks for this piece of meat and it Sorry, scares the shit out of me. Just to like, to go, okay, <laughs> I'm going to throw around the motherfucking fire and get ash all over it. And I know if you do it right and I know if you get the ash where it's, you know, the right temperature and you use lump charcoal that produces very little ash, you have no problem with that shit because it does not stick to the meat. But I just envisioned my head that I totally fuck it up and here I ruin this perfectly good fucking steak. You That's go like buy 40 like, fucking dollars. You go buy you know? like the cheap Kingsford shit and put it on there. Like this cow is looking down on me from heaven going, look at this motherfucker, just waste that. <laughs> just wasted that shit. Just ruined it. Just absolutely ruined it. I don't know why when you said I that. I died for no reason, motherfucker. When you said that, I was thinking of the alien scene in South Park where they going, moo, moo, moo. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him <laughs> carl he totally fucked you up <laughs> no shit dude but for real but like seriously like so you know like when i went to the store with you the other day you know what i mean and we were going shopping mm, and we saw those did you cowboy see steaks tomah- those tomahawk, tomahawk steaks, whatever oh, and I went like this, oh my god and you flipped it over and i saw that price tag i went oh fuck that it was dude. only 40 bucks for that tomahawk dude you could eat for that on like for hours like you could feed a family of like See, I'm such one a, I'm of such American. A up person. I'm thinking, God damn, Maybe ten Europeans. I was thinking that's fucking 120 dollars for a family. No, of four. it wasn't. No, it was 120 bucks. It was no, only meant, oh, you buy four of them. Of <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! How much? That's like a third. That's like a 40 ounce steak. Like how much steak are you eating? But you see, that's what went through my head as I was going. Jesus Christ, that's 120 dollars. Always, I've. I've always shared tomahawks. I don't think I've ever had a tomahawk all to myself. <laughs> They're like a little baby right there. I've never had a tomahawk all to myself. That's what I was I've never ordered a tomahawk all for myself because normally I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take the ribeye, like a regular bone-in ribeye. But uh, and Why do you I usually the have bone-in versus the bone-out ribeye? Why? I feel like the bone-in has more flavor because it has the bone there and it kind of like pulls more flavor into the meat. Right. That's my biggest choice. Like I just like it. Um, better. Um, now if I'm at the store, I will typically buy boneless simply because I don't want to pay for the weight of the bone. Mm-hmm. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> I got jokes <laughs> for weeks, but um, no, no, I can tell. <laughs> here, here we go. You just make it so easy. To, We're just it. trying to be serious, and all Mister Bradley could think about is like, aha, you made a wiener joke. Here's <laughs> a joke. Number one for the day. Um, it's like, <laughs> I need my wiener fill today. Oh God! Oh, oh! He said the words. I just gotta say, wiener. You know what's fucked up is that exactly what, what? goes through my head. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm like not long enough. One. That's... Going down. <laughs> but um, yep. yeah, you know. So, what's your charcoal of choice? Like when you're in the backyard market? Oh what's your man, dude. Oh, see, that's the problem. Like, I just want to experiment. So, like, I like the cowboy lump charcoal that I use in my uh uh komoda style grill right but then i have a traeger that has pellets and the traeger is like almost cheating 
No, it isn't almost cheating. It's literally cheating. You're just like, I'm just going to program this thing in and follow directions, and it turns out amazing. Like, wow, you, so you made got this? a bougie grill. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, it. a long I time ago. It. And I've also got a propane grill that I don't really like as much. Right. And then I got one of the Webers, like you do, that I don't use hardly right. at all. Um, because my Komoda does the same thing, like as the Weber, basically, but it just it just has a bigger, uh, it can hold heat in better, so it just it just cooks better, uses less fuel. Um, See, I normally buy like the, I usually just get standard charcoal, right? Like the briquettes. I get the briquettes, okay, and uh-huh. then I normally what I do is I take a, like an applewood or a pecan, yeah, and I soak it for about two hours. Okay. Right, and then when I cook, I usually just I'll cook to like sear the outsides, and then I'll smoke them for like ten minutes, maybe tops, if yeah. that. You know what I mean? Because I don't want it to cook the insides too much, but I still like yeah. to get a little bit of that smoky flavor on it. Um, I just don't yeah. like like my wife doesn't like like over smoked meat, <laughs> so uh, dick joke number two, and um, so she doesn't like it like over smoked. So I have to be super careful when I'm grilling in the backyard um, to use smoke or not to smoke. Right. So, I mean, do you, I mean, like do you, when you're cooking for your family, do they like so the smoky t- taste or do they prefer like the more of the charcoal burny type? So I typically guess. what I do is if I'm doing a, um, like a filet or a ribeye or something like that is I'll throw it on the trigger. Mm-hmm. I'll go low and slow and then I'll do like a super smoke on it. Um, I don't have that setting on my trigger cause I don't, I've got the base trigger. I didn't get the big daddy cause I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. Right. But what I did buy is I bought this, a uh, little contraption that you load pellets into and you light on fire and it creates more smoke. So I will smoke those first and get their internal temp up to about 120, which takes about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour on the smoker. And then I will reverse sear them to get the, the char on the outside for just a f- like real high heat, like 700 plus degrees, throw it on there, get the char. Sometimes I'll hit it with the blowtorch just to like really char it really? up a little bit. Yeah. And then that's the way we like them. That's, that's the one that you had that you're like, this is a really good steak. Like you really liked. That's how I'm, that's how I made it. I did see a reel the other day over. when you were talking about like barbecue and Hey, let's talk about it on the show once, you know? Yeah. And I was like, huh. Oh. so I started watching a little more reels myself. I saw this guy and what he does is he sears with a, like a whole stick of butter like into yep. the bottom and he see- gets it up to like a like he puts a cast iron skillet on yeah. the grill yep. and then he yeah, sears yeah, yeah. the shit out of it on both mm-hmm. sides and then pulls the cast iron puts it on the grill and then coats it with the butter yeah and then he starts to cook then and he starts adding his like my other favorite way my other favorite way to do it is is uh I'll sear it on high heat on the stove on my gas stove okay um and then I will pull it off and I will um, melt some uh, the wagyu beef talon or tallow, talon, tallow, and uh, which is like beef fat, and then um, I will soak that, or I'll get the uh, the that garlic butter Irish. Um, what's the name of it? It's the uh, the Irish butter. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Jameson. Um, <laughs> That's the only no. Irish thing I know. No, so I'll get that, and I'll basically just continuously coat the steak in the butter while I'm cooking it low and slow in the oven. After I sear it off, I'll sear it off on the stove and I'll take the whole pan and throw it in the oven at like 250 degrees, 300 degrees. And then I'll just keep like every minute, minute and a half. I'll um, keep basting it until I get the internal temp up to about 125 for me. Cause I like medium rare. And then my wife likes uh, medium. So I go to like 135, 140 for her. 
and then I pull them out, let them rest, and uh, she loves it. She's constantly she constantly asks for it, like that and the Brussels sprouts. She, like loves Brussels sprouts when I make those. Like she didn't really like Brussels sprouts till I started making them, and she was like, "Oh my god, these are delicious." It's like I know, bitch. So what do you like? Do you when you're, when you're barbecuing out back? Out, let's say out back. So when you're yeah. do you use a certain grill for a certain amount of like guests versus like, or do you just use the same grill every time? I mean, are you well? You know, since I'm an introvert, you know, I'm really not grilling for like massive. Well, I mean, you have like you have like you have you have a, you have a split family, so you have two families, right? You have like your stepson's family that comes over at times, and you grill, and vice versa. Um, do you do you switch grills based on the amount of people, so you have more like, no. space room, or do you kind of keep it the same? No, because my Traeger is pretty good size, so I can get everything on that if I'm smoking, and then um. You know, I don't really, I really, we really don't have a lot of parties and stuff like that and stuff right. like that come over. So usually I'll do like steak and potatoes. That's kind of like what I normally do when people come over. So what I'll do is I'll get all the steaks pre-cooked up and I'll put them in a, like, uh, 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 I have an uh, Arctic cooler that I put them in. Like I actually heat the cooler up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put the, uh, the steaks in it so they stay warm. Oh, okay. And I just let them. I let them rest. You know, about twenty minutes before everybody shows up, I pull them off the grill and throw them in the cooler, and let them rest. Then you made a point. You said rest. You know, I see yeah. so many people saying you should, and then some people saying, "Oh, you don't have to to make the meat rest." I mean, I don't what's think your you have to, it? but I don't think you have to. But I think it adds a lot more flavor, and it lets those um, the uh, every, the thing that everybody confuses for blood, and it's it's escaping my mind what it's called right now but the liquid the juices that come out when you cut it if you let the steak rest i've noticed that those it doesn't bleed all over the plate when you cut it okay um and bleed is the wrong word because it's not actually blood it's something else but that you know so you don't have that that leaking effect if you let it rest okay um but you want to make sure that you're not putting it into something that the steak continues to cook so that way you're not overcooking the steak. So like usually like, you know, I'll pull like for medium rare, I, instead of waiting to get till it hits 125 internal, I'll pull it off at about 120 and I'll throw it in some aluminum foil because it'll continue to increase in heat. Um, so I don't want it to get over that 125, 127 range. So I'll try to like close that, keep that as close as possible. And then, you know, I pull them off about 15 to 20 minutes before people show up or before the people like, you know, it's time to eat. That way I can just go straight to plating and be done with it. And now, it works really good. Now, so you answered that one pretty good then as far as on the resting side. So you're, yeah. for, you're for resting. Um, if there's time, like, I mean, I've gone like straight from, from skillet to plate and chow down on it. But if you can rest it, I feel like it does add a lot of flavor and does add, makes it more, uh, keeps more of the juices inside of the steak as opposed to running all over the plate as soon as you cut it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like it drives me nuts when people are constantly like poking their hamburgers. <laughs> yes, you know, I'm ta- know. You know what I'm talking or about? Or they flip them more than once. That drives me nuts. Because you're literally just slinging out the juices. Like you're oh, just yeah. literally smashing the, you know, you're just dripping all the juices out of it. And then you the, get this dry. The only you know, time. You should burger. make a, a burger where you're smashing it is if you're making a smash burger. And what I mean by yeah, that is – Yeah, but that's like a totally on, different Yeah, cook. You're, you're talking about that on a top skillet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like what Steak and Shake does. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 100%. That's what which do. those are delicious. But the thing is those the, – the, what those are is they're very thin. So Correct. you don't – you just get the crispy meat. Correct. You know, with a little bit of meat. But when you take a thick patty and you make it 
dense and moist, like juiceless, it just becomes like it's un. It's just not doesn't taste good it's, in your mouth. The you best know? word is undesirable. That's, that's yeah, what exactly. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the word. Say, un, I was gonna say unmoist, but <laughs> undesirable is the best <laughs> Every word. Every girl just signed off. <laughs> yeah, but, um, well, you know, like moist. where you bite into it and you're just like your mouth gets instantly dry because it like sucks all of the moisture out of your mouth, right. and you're like, mm-hmm. this is horrible. You know, like I hate. And then you've got like the bread that's already pulling some of the moisture out, and you've got. You know, so that's why you had the lettuce, tomato, and stuff to like bring that moisture back in. Right. Hey, so have you ever been but, to like the uh, barbecue contests, like the uh, pig fest and things like that that we have local here? I have. Yeah, actually, I, you know, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it, but I have been. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it's it's almost crazy when you see like how these people like some of their rigs and stuff like that, that mm. they have. It's insane. Yeah. Like how big their rigs are and um, some of their trophies that they've gotten. I'm like, man, how do you decide one day to just wake up and go, you know, man, I'm a pretty damn good barbecuer. I'm going to get into this shit. You know what I mean? I think you just love it. Like, I think I would do it if I had more time because I just, I do love cooking. Like I do, I, I, it's a lot of passion of mine. I just don't have as much time to do it. And like, I have this dream in my head of, building like an outdoor cooking area that has like the flat top like a like the trigger smoker style mm-hmm. um i would prefer to have like the offset smoker you know like a big offset smoker right and go that route with the full size wood and stuff like that um yeah. but right Dick now this is tra- the trigger is just easier <laughs> yeah full size um, wood I-, I saw one the other day that i was like oh my god you know i've never wanted a pizza oven because i don't not a huge pizza eater right but then I saw a guy making like T-bones in a pizza oven. Okay. And they looked so fucking good. And I was like, oh my God. I kind of want a pizza oven now. And then I saw another guy <laughs> making one in a broiler, like one of those fire broilers that has a fire at the top. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I want one of those now. <laughs> yeah, see, the biggest thing I have a problem, I mean, the problem with the uh, back to the uh, barbecue places, like the, the festivals yeah. and stuff. The problem is they have like, sometimes they have like 12 to 15 vendors and you don't know which one's the best. And it's like, you don't want to go <sighs> drop $12, $15 at each vendor. You know what I mean? That's like a $300, $400 a day right there. Bam. You know, my biggest problem with that is, is it's just, it's too long of a wait. And the portion size is sometimes too big. And I know people might complain with me. They're like, oh, this is expensive and stuff like that. But I would think it'd be so much cooler if you paid like a little bit more admission fee, but you could just walk past and get samples of everything. Right. Like you would like it, like, like, like almost like a buffet you know I mean? where you can just take a little bit at a time and go try it and say, man, I really like this. Right. Hey, can I order it from you, you know guys what I mean? online? Like everything, everything would be like a bite size, you know, as opposed to full platters. Cause like usually when I've been to those, they've, everything's been like these big platter sizes. They and still I'm like, are. You know, like you get one platter and you're like, well, I'm done for the day, but it'd be cool if like, you know, like if you go to one place and you get like a rib, you know, like a rib, like a rib sample or you get like and you just and they have it like queued up to where the line goes pretty quickly. Yeah, because it's like boom, boom, boom. You're out. So you're just so grabbing that samples way, and going. You know what I mean? That way you can experience a bunch of different places and be like, oh, I really like this place. You know, because usually I get like one or two places in and I'm like done. Like I'm full. Like I'm like, OK, that was the fun. only What's problem with that, though, is like you would have to monitor where you only get like you like, let's say, for instance, you get there and you have 15 vendors. You get one ticket per vendor. You get 15 tickets. However you spend them is how you spend them because everybody yeah. gets the same amount of money, all the vendors. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So 
if not, you would have a problem with somebody going coming back over and over again, just getting the same sample. And then that one place loses all their food. You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. probably better than the other places. So they're like, man, I really like this. I'm going to keep going here and getting free samples. So you'd well, have no, to- I think you do it like you. I think you do it like you just said, like you get like a roll of tickets and you go around and you hand every time you get a sample, you hand them a ticket. And then at the end, you can judge the winner by whoever has the most tickets. Yeah, true. You know, because then you that can- would be the that, that would be the way that people would vote. They'd be like, oh, like, you know, this is awesome. Let me go here. Like, because they spent more tickets at this one place. Yep. You know, um, that might be kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not Maybe a little thing, bonus so. for winning the thing or coming first, second or third. You know what I mean? And well, I think you, they have competitions and stuff that you get to enter. And then, you know, you win the comp. You can win competitions of those two of your competitive team. And then other people just get to go out there and try to get their brand out. And, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of something. I, I like, know for, for a recording video, people can watch me using my new back scratcher. Know, right? scra- <laughs> scratching my beard. Mm. That mm. being said, I was gonna say, <laughs> before we get out of here, I was gonna say we could have the daily BM. It just tastes like yeah. it tastes like shit. Just like <laughs> I would love to have a, a guest on here that does a lot of cooking. That would be great. That could talk about different things, and because you know, there's so many different things out there, like. Bro, uh, like I, I didn't like stainless steel, cooking stainless steel until I learned how to use it. Right. You know, once I learned that you need to let it heat up to where water will bubble up on it mm-hmm. when you throw it in there, you and you don't have that problem with the meat sticking to it because once it has once it gets to temp, it seals itself. Right. Like all the pores in the stainless steel seal and you don't have a problem like you just throw the meat in there and then as soon as it's ready to flip you know, it'll release itself and you can flip it and have no problem. Ever since I learned that, I love my stainless steel sets. But I know Gordon Ramsay has like a new set out that he's endorsed in the hex clad that I've seen pretty good things on. But I don't know. Some people swear by ceramics. Some people swear by Teflon. You know, like, I don't know. It's, uh, I guess it's up to each individual. Some people love cast iron. Like, I like cast iron, but I just feel like it's a lot of maintenance to keep up cast iron. Right. You know, like every time I go to use my cast iron, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to clean this damn thing and reseason it because I didn't do the 100% great job of cleaning it last time. So I was like, mm, I'm going to eat. Let me go eat. And then I'm fat and I'm like ha- fat and happy. And I'm like, I'll get around <laughs> to cleaning it in like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, because who wants to clean right after you just chow down on a big meal? You're like, mm, that's so good. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, maybe what you should do, and we'll end on this note. Maybe you should go, and since you've been yeah. following all these influencers on there that it took and things like that, go on there and shoot them a message and say, hey, man, we'd love to have you on, you know? Talk yeah, I'll try that. Have some I'll try that. I'll all try right. to put I'll try to put the word out. I'm not very socially inept. I'm pretty socially inept. That's actually the word I was looking for. Like, I'm not very good at being like, hey, man, let's like, what's up? Like, how you doing? Like, I did reach out to one guy and talk to him. He was really cool. It was that Derek Wolf over the fire cooking? Because I was asking him, like, there you hey, go. You got it in. Where do you get that? Derek, yeah. you're coming on if you hear this. Derek yeah. Wolf over at the Instagram. Oh, he's, he's cool as shit, too, dude. He's like such a cool Just dude. Just hit him up. Stop being such a like, Hey, man, we do, we do a podcast. Do you want to come on? It's called The Daily BM, where we talk shit. <laughs> but we're going to talk great about barbecue. Well, listen, guys, don't forget. Head on over to thedailybm.com. Go check out all of our socials. You can find them there. Also, don't forget, pick up some cool swag. We also have our own shop over there. Some other things coming soon. Mikey, got anything before we get out of here? Hey, I just want everybody to have an amazing day, and thank you so much for listening to The Daily BM. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. 